Chapter Thirty Nine: Influence of the Mother. The sphere of the mother may be humble, but her influence, united with the father's, is as abiding as eternity. Next to God, the mother's power for good is the strongest known on earth. The mother's influence is an unceasing influence. And if it is always on the side of right, her children's character will testify to her moral earnestness and worth. Her smile, her encouragement, may be an inspiring force. She may bring sunshine to the heart of her child by a word of love, a smile of approval. When her influence is for truth, for virtue. When she is guided by divine wisdom, what a power for Christ will be her life. Her influence will reach on through time into eternity. What a thought is this: that the mother's looks and words and actions bear fruit in eternity, and the salvation or ruin of many will be the result of her influence. Little does the mother realize that her influence, in the judicious training of her children, reaches with such power throughout the vicissitudes of this life, stretching forward into the future immortal life. To fashion a character after the heavenly model requires much faithful, earnest, persevering labor, but it will pay. For God is a rewarder of all well-directed labor, in securing the salvation of souls. The tenderest earthly tie is that between the mother and her child. The child is more readily impressed by the life and example of the mother than by that of the father, for a stronger and more tender bond of union unites them. The thoughts and feelings of the mother will have a powerful influence upon the legacy she gives her child. If she allows her mind to dwell upon her own feelings, if she indulges in selfishness, if she is peevish and exacting, the disposition of her child will testify to the fact. Thus, many have received as a birthright. Almost unconquerable tendencies to evil. The enemy of souls understands this matter much better than do many parents. He will bring his temptations to bear upon the mother, knowing that if she does not resist him, he can, through her, affect her child. The mother's only hope is in God. She may flee to him for strength and grace. And she will not seek in vain. A Christian mother will ever be wide awake to discern the dangers that surround her children. She will keep her own soul in a pure, holy atmosphere. She will regulate her temper and principles by the Word of God, and will faithfully do her duty, living above the petty temptations. Which will always assail her. Many times in the day, is the cry of 
mother, mother, heard. First from one little troubled voice, and then another. In answer to the cry, mother must turn here and there to attend to their demands. One is in trouble and needs the wise head of the mother to free him from his perplexity. Another is so pleased with some of his devices, he must have his mother see them, thinking she will be as pleased as he is. A word of approval will bring sunshine to the heart for hours. Many precious beams of light and gladness can the mother shed here and there among her precious little ones. How closely can she bind these dear ones to her heart that her presence will be to them the sunniest place in the world. But frequently the patience of the mother is taxed with these numerous little trials that seem scarcely worth attention. Mischievous hands and restless feet create a great amount of labor and perplexity for the mother. She has to hold fast the reins of self-control or impatient words will slip from her tongue. She almost forgets herself time and again, but a silent prayer to her pitying Redeemer calms her nerves, and she is enabled to hold the reins of self-control with quiet dignity. She speaks with calm voice, but it has cost her an effort to restrain harsh words and subdue angry feelings which, if expressed, would have destroyed her influence which it would have taken time to regain. The perception of children is quick, and they discern patient, loving tones from the impatient, passionate command which dries up the moisture of love and affection in the hearts of children. The true Christian mother will not drive her children from her presence by her fretfulness and lack of sympathizing love. Especially does responsibility rest upon the mother. She, by whose lifeblood the child is nourished, and its physical frame built up, imparts to it also mental and spiritual influences that tend to the shaping of mind and character. It was Jochebed, the Hebrew mother, who, strong in faith, was not afraid of the king's commandment, of whom was born Moses, the Deliverer of Israel. It was Hannah, the woman of prayer and self-sacrifice and heavenly inspiration, who gave birth to Samuel, the heaven-instructed child, the incorruptible judge, the founder of Israel's sacred schools. It was Elizabeth, the kinswoman and kindred spirit of Mary of Nazareth, who was the mother of the Savior's herald. The day of God will reveal how much the world owes to godly mothers for men who have been unflinching advocates of truth and reform, men who have been bold to do and dare, who have stood unshaken amid trials and temptations, men who chose the high and holy interest of truth and the glory of God before worldly honor or life itself. Mothers, 
Awake to the fact that your influence and example are affecting the character and destiny of your children. And in view of your responsibility, develop a well-balanced mind and a pure character, reflecting only the true, the good, and the beautiful.